Yeah, I'll say so. Yeah, you're a fan. I'd say, I I wouldn't say I'm a fan. A I Gord- I know of him and I I am I am okay with him. A Gordon fanzy. I'm a Gordon fanzy. I suck Gordon's dick. Oh Did a god, damn. quick 180 from his kind of... his beef Wellington. No, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Do you like High School Musical? No. Oh, well, one of the two. That's fifty percent. All right, I'll tell. That's passing. Then and... I've got the movie for you here on the good, the bad, and the movies. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Let's get into it. My name is Brandon. I'm your host today. Sitting next to me is my good friend, my co-host at all times, my Padawan, my protege, my... Hang on, hang on, hang on. My friend with benefits? All of that I have problems with. Protege, Padawan? Co-host. I'll take co-host. I'll take co-host. What about friend? Uh, where's it? We're iffy on that that's one. That's a stretch. Where? Come on! Don't don't get too crazy here. But it's Devin. It's Devin. Oh yeah, I forgot that part. It's Devin. <laughs> We're here, and we just watched uh, Food Boy. You ever heard of Food Boy before? I'm a Food Boy boy. Come on, get it up. <laughs> this is the Adventures of Food Boy, high school superhero. You ever heard of this movie uh, prior to 24 hours ago? Um, yeah, mm, I don't know. It's right around the 24-hour mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, High School Superhero. What the fuck in, happened? Released in 2008. Yeah, I mean, this was like home movie. This is like, guys, another sad moment in this podcast where there's no availability to rent this shit show, <laughs> and I had to fucking buy it. And now I own The Adventures of Food Boy for the rest of my life. Hold on, hold on. Give this movie the credit it deserves. The Adventures of Food Boy, High, high School, school superhero. superhero. Of course, yes. That's only in quotations, though. I don't give a shit what it is. <laughs> this movie deserves what it gets. Or in what parentheses. T- parentheses, yeah. There's a difference. Um, no, this I guarantee you, if you're listening to this podcast, you 11 people... You did not hear of this. I think there's 16. Uh, Yeah, an average. Yeah. We'll say average of 16. The average of 16 people who will listen to this podcast have not heard of this movie. Um, I didn't hear of this movie. Uh, I didn't hear of this movie. I didn't hear of this movie. And even I didn't hear of this (laughs) movie. So, basically, we didn't hear of this movie. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh... But we did it anyway. We did it anyway. We go. We're like, all right, let's. This is a super niche film. It's got to be like this B. This is like this is worse than B movie. This is C movie. Yeah. Um. We had a big movie lined up for this week okay. for you all guys right. that will be next week. But I am fucking. I'm gonna talk about this. I'm fucking miffed a little bit because I. I just today, I bought a 65 inch OLED television. <laughs> Right, and I have this sound bar with a subwoofer and two rear speakers, 
and I'm like, dude, all right, Brandon's going to come over. He's going to experience my home theater. And uh, we we scroll on over to Food Boy. You can only buy this goddamn thing in standard definition. 720. 720p. And it, there's no, like, boom mics. This is, like... This is like this is a camcorder. This yeah, this is a camcorder, audio and video. <laughs> it's rough. Um, but before we dive in, let's talk about our beer today. Ugh. Devin was not a fan. I I am I've never been more adverse to a beer. So he's doing shots of I'm, Jack Daniels I'm, and stuff. I am doing one shot. I've done a one shot before recording. A pre-shot and a post-shot yeah. for the movie. Two shots. But we were drinking um, Big Sky Brewings. It's a blonde ale, and it's called Hucket. Um, we just—I des- decided to pick this one up today because Adventures of Food Boy. I wanted something that had food in the name. Hucket being a huckleberry blonde ale. If you're unaware of what a huckleberry is, if you don't live really in Montana or Idaho. It's like closely related to a blueberry. Yeah, it's it's it is a berry. It's not made up. You might think like Huckleberry Finn, but um, they're they're good. They're small and they're round. It's like you said, they resemble blueberries. They can range in colors from like red to like a dark purple almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really sweet, actually. Um, some of them can come out a little tart, but it's, it's just like ripeness. I'm sure. Yeah, depending and it's on ripeness. State state fruit of Idaho, and so. Kind of only in North America and, yeah, kind of just... Like Pacific Northwest Yeah, region. pretty much like just this region of like Montana and Idaho and California. Kind of all... Higher elevations. Yeah. You're going to find them in the mountains. I was kind of excited. I'm not adverse to the beer like Devin is here, but... It's um, too... Like, I like light beers. This is too light. I, I described it almost like an alcoholic LaCroix, where I want a touch more of Huckleberry. I... No, it's too much. It's too effervescent is too heady mm, that's a good word it's too heady it, it's i don't know it needs to be darker it needs to be a hint you know beers are you know they're supposed to hint at things i it, don't even really know notice much of a hint of huckleberry i want are more. you fucking are you clogged up right now this is <laughs> this is like someone took a febreze scented huckleberry can and sprayed the whole fucking febreze thing in there no, i can't do it it's it's way too strong. Mm. It's way too forward. I think for it me. could be stronger. And we and, and, and you we, know what? It's way too strong. The flavor profile is way too strong. Here, hold on. Let me just take this shot of Jack Daniels. God, there's so much sound effects in that shot. Just like I, you know, I don't like strong flavors. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's honey whiskey where it's a little smoother. But no, I'm. I don't know. I really don't know how to describe it. But it's like. I, I, I don't like it. I, it's too. I think, I think I'm right on with an alcoholic Lacroix. I you might do. be. You might. I like Lacroix though. I enjoy. LaCroix. And I don't. This is weird. I don't like Lacroix, but I'm kind of enjoying this. You do like Lacroix, but you did not enjoy this, and we have differing views, but the same views on this movie. I think. I think uh, most people have the same views on this movie. And another little pun with Hucket is this movie is just a fuck it movie. Not quite a no reason movie like Rubber, but yeah, this is a fucking movie. It's like why? Yeah. All right, Brandon. I know. I know you had some some struggles uh, collecting the history and budget and stuff, but tell me what you got. Yeah, this movie is this movie is clearly a nuanced film. I mean, all of you guys know the Adventures of Food Boy, high school superhero. So I didn't really do all my research because yeah, it's, 
you already know, and two, you can't find fucking shit for this movie. <laughs> there is nothing out there. Like, even IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, had the most sparse page I've ever seen. Like, it, Liar Liar Vampire trumped this page. Like, nothing. But I guess let's get into it, okay? Okay. At that point, you just gotta... I mean, this is obviously a very low-budget film. You could have emailed the director and probably gotten a response. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just do it. Director, Dane Cannon. He's also done Life's Work. That's a movie. As, oh, okay. This, <laughs> no, this, 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 this is not just this, his Life's Work. He's also done... This is his Life's Work. This is, this is it. Um, and the writer is Mark Mangum. That's all I got. The, Mark Mangum. Yeah. Has that, he done anything else? He's done one other thing that also Dane Cannon does, but it's part of my history, so. Oh, okay, we can't spoil it. Yeah, that's all they've really done, though. Okay, all right. Very minimal. Okay. Cast. You've got Jeff Brain. He plays Dylan. He was once in How I Met Your Mother in one episode. Um, you've got Kunal Sharma. He plays his friend Joel, who was in Hawaii Five-0. Prison Break, and the movie The Kids Are Alright. You've got Brittany Curran, who played Shelby. She was in Dear White People and The Magicians. Then you've got the lead actor, Lucas Grabeel. He's uh, Ryan Evans from High School Musical. Really? Yeah, Sharpay's brother, the one that's always wearing a hat. The dancer. Uh, High School Musical 3, he gets the big scholarship over Sharpay and Troy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't notice. It was 720p, so it was kind of <laughs> hard to. It was, genuinely, it was like hard to make out facial fuzzy. features. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like what you would set YouTube to if you have bad Wi-Fi and like yeah, a public it's like, place to just kind of let it buffer. It's like when you like turn on a YouTube video and there's like the first 10 seconds that are fuzzy before like, it whoa, goes whoa, to higher whoa. definition. Change, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lucas Grabeel, he played Ryan Evans in High School Musical. Wow, that's mostly our cast. So the the highest or the the biggest actor in this was a extra in high school. Not an I extra, say an extra. But... he was a top six cast member. Oh, really? Okay. That's actually like High School Musical. Yeah, I a bigger deal than I thought. I thought this these would all be no name actors. Yeah, okay. I mean, really, it's just him that has done anything else. I mean, one episode of How I Met Your Mother. He played Kent, the bartender, in the... I can't remember the episode. It's like where they're trying drinks to f- alter their moods. Which okay. sounds like every episode <laughs> when I describe it like that. But if you've watched enough How I Met Your Mother, you know that Barney and Marshall are fighting and they're trying different drinks to alter their moods to get them to come back to it. The Perfect Cocktail. That's the episode title. Season 6, episode 20, The Perfect Cocktail, How I Met Your Mother. Has anyone ever told you you're a nerd before? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have almost on a um, visit occasion. Like, every time I see you, you usually tell me that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, I wouldn't, but I feel like you are... Your ego is is sturdy <laughs> enough that it could take some some kicks. And Marina tells me on a daily basis at least once. It keeps you grounded. I feel like if you weren't make fu- made fun of, you you you'd get too big for your britches. For my bitches. For your bitches. Yeah. 
Okay. Thank you for that. We're pat. We're doing a lot of padding here and not talking <laughs> about like the movie a lot because there's not a lot. There's to not talk a lot. About. To- we're we're filling time right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's get into it. As a plot, a teenage boy is surprised to discover that he has a superpower to make food appear in his hands. You know what? There have been worse plots. Far worse. Far better executions. <laughs> there have been far, far better executions. And I would probably say far worse. Okay, but- yeah, this movie could have been good if they had a... It, no, it couldn't... It couldn't have been good. It couldn't have been good. This movie could have been better given a higher budget. Yes. This instead movie of using their, their Kodiak camcorder... This could have passed as mediocre. Yeah. This could have been good, bad. Yeah. So that's it. And when I get into my history, not applicable. <laughs> when I research these movies, my cat's facts are usually like trivia things. And my history is kind of like the production and how it's done and like anything from the past that I can research on, like, you know, history, past, shit like that, um, what's kind of led up to it. When I tell you that there is nothing out there on this film, there is nothing out there on this film. And I'm sorry to let you down. You have let me down. History, not applicable. I put my one history thing into my cat's facts. To just even try and have some cats facts. Is there only one cats fact? There are five. Oh, uh, five's a good amount. And four is like part A and part B. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. When usually I have like eight or nine. You want let me tell you about the budget. Yeah. Tell me about the budget. Alright, so um I was talking about, you know, how this movie if it had a better budget, a little better equipment, it could have been good, bad. Um for the budget here, uh we got not applicable. <laughs> So, my theory is... They had no budget. <laughs> this was budgeted by... Who was the main character? Lucas Gerbe- G- Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, this was funded by his parents. I'm thinking this was as a, a senior project. I was about to say, I was thinking this is a senior high school project. Yeah, that turned that like turned into something more or something. If but you is- remember that scene where they got like... That whole auditorium of students. Mm-hmm. There's how, so many extras. How could they have done that? I don't know. If this is a senior project, good for you. This is actually a good senior project. Oh, yeah. If this is a senior project, you fucking rocked it. You made but, a 90-minute film, but if it's not, I'm sorry. Also, the special effects weren't bad. You saw the fucking bread. The Yeah, I mean, they weren't good. I'll give you that. But, like, the mustard shooting out and stuff, that was all, probably all practical effects. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible. The, the bread was clearly special effects, and it was bad. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, but were you wondering about the box office, how much money Yeah, this? I would love to know how yeah, much it made uh, if it didn't have a budget. Yeah, well, fuck you. I'm not going to tell you because uh, we also couldn't find that. Not applicable. <laughs> not applicable. Budget, box office, history. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Once again, you don't know the dark days until you're on page seven <laughs> of Google typing in uh, freaking The Adventures of Food Boy High School Superhero 2008 Budget and Box Office, non-IMDB or Amazon, and you're on some weird German sites. German sites? And Spanish sites trying to find 
anything possible and then getting viruses on your laptop. Did that happen? Yes. Why didn't you tell me about this? My virus blocker tried to block all the websites that are trying to visit. Oh, no. Anything past, past page two is no go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's rough. Let's get into some catchbacks. Well, before that, we got to oh, do shit. our tagline. Oh, I'm so sorry. You should be. I'm fucking, I'm torn up over here. Not all superheroes fight crimes. Um, I don't know about that one, Chief. What? I feel like superheroes, by definition, are supposed to fight crimes. Well, not... Not, not all. Not Ezra Chase. I would not call him a superhero. At, at no point was I like... Man, this guy is a superhero. Did he do one heroic thing? No. He, he twisted ha- a girl's ankle? <laughs> His might, friend's ankle. He might be a supervillain. He he has a superpower, but that does not make him a superhero. Yeah. The hero thing is stopping evil or fighting crime or using your power for really any good. He participated in a talent show and might be a chef. And he gets to make one signature dish for his life. And work. at the and at the end, he gave the principal and his teacher an apple. Not a superhero. Not a superhero. Tagline doesn't work. Damn! No. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's get into some cats. Adventures of Food Boy High School Superhero 2008 Facts. Cats Facts! Really, <laughs> really need to take a shower. I mean, I can't believe how much sweat's coming off someone so small. (laughs) Now, let me tell you, Adventures of Food Boy High School Superhero 2008 facts really does not ring a bell like Cat's facts. Uh, I I did uh, to mask the squeaking of my chair. (laughs) I think it it rolls off the tongue. I do. Yeah, so my first... Yeah, my first Adventures of Food Boy High School Superhero 2008 fact will be... Well, why are you saying 2008? You didn't say Cats 2017. Cats 2019. Cats 2019. Cats 2019 is shorter than Adventures. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Food Boy fact number one. Okay. This film is actually based on a 2000 short film called Food Boy... (laughs) Really? That, that was my only history that I could find <laughs> that I inputted into the Cats facts. Wait, so it was, say it, it was based off a 2007 short film called Food Boy, directed by this director, Dane Cannon, and written by this writer, Mark Mangum. Did you look up how old Dane Cannon is? I did not. How old is Dane Cannon? Let's, let's figure that out. Let's look it up. I Like, was this actually a senior project? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's it can't be Lucas Grabeels at least, but Dane Cannon. Whoops, not Dane Cook. All right, let's see here. Beloved actor Dane Cook, Dane Cannon. First thing, Adventures of Food Boy. Um, doesn't exist. No picture. Just try googling him, maybe. See full bio. Okay. Uh, no bio. <laughs> just Google him. Yeah, no bio on Dane Cannon. Dane Cannon. Let's figure it out. Actor? Is this him? He's old. Look right there, Food Boy. Is an actor and director known for. But I want age. He's got a LinkedIn, guys. He's got a LinkedIn. 
It doesn't tell me his age. Six, 60. An Oregon house. So he, he, so he'd have been, what? Take 13 years off. So he was 47 when he made this. Not, a, not a senior. Now it's a senior project. A senior about, citizen project. He's, yeah, he's about 30 years too old to be making movies like what we just watched. Yeah. That's not sponsored by Nickelodeon. And he made the short film a year before. So he was 46. Oh, wow. Paltry. Well, that changes everything. Everything. If he's 46, <laughs> making a short, a 17-minute short film called Woo! Food Boy. 17 minutes, that's how old he should have been. So that's about it. That's, that's my history and that's my first fact. My next Food Boy fact is that they made this film to send a positive message to children that not all superheroes have to fight crime. Some can use their powers for good. What good did he do? He the the whole message from his grandma was like, you can use this for good, like the history lessons and like you can make these recipes. But like, is that really that good? He made like a sports drink at the very end. That was his. That was his thing. Was a sports drink with blue raspberry and mint, which sounds disgusting. First of all. And also, I I know we shouldn't talk about it right now, but how sexually charged was that chick? Shelby Shelby's mood ring would be purple. Would be so purple. It'd be glowing purple. Horny. <laughs> she was like, uh, especially at the end. Yeah, because she was sweating. I I I feel wrong talking about it. But. Yeah. All right. Let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next cat's fact is upon this film's April 2008 release, Noah Bastian, the bully in this movie, was 27 at the time. God damn. Considered mighty old for a high school student. 25, yeah, ooh, he's a, how many supers is that to be a super senior? He's a super, 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 super. Times nine. He's more of a super senior than Ezra as a superhero. He's basically the same age as Dane Cannon. Good God. You could tell. He's 49. Yeah, immediately you asked about the girl. Yeah. The cheerleader. You're like, she looks old. And you're like, God, he looks old too. And I was like, pause. Pause. We've got a, I've got a fact. We're not going to discuss it any further. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, they, if they could fill that whole auditorium of extras, why couldn't they cast someone Take else? Take someone else, yeah. yeah. Like... Like, when you watch any teen movie, you see people that are obviously casted older than a high schooler. They're always, like, 24, maybe even 27, but at least they look kind of young, like, in their early 20s. He was 27, but looked, like, in his mid-30s, for sure. He was old, bro. (laughs) You could tell he was a chain smoker. He did not age well. Yeah. Okay. Next cat's fact. Food fact. Food for thought. My next food for thought. Hey! Is The Adventures of Food Boy premiered at the Newport Beach Film Festival in April 2008, where it won the award for Best Family Film. Newport Beach Film Festival. I don't know how big this beach is in Newport. Yeah, but. it's a, this is a one beach. 
there were two films in it. And yeah. It was this and a home film of somebody shitting in a bucket or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess this one's best uh, family film. All right, by popular demand, it Food Boy. But it didn't win best film because the shitting in the bucket took best film. Yeah, yeah. What what this take? Best family. Best film. family film. Yeah, they they couldn't give family film <laughs> to the bucket shit. But it was no way. They'd be rioting they at, would be at, right, Newport at Newport Beach. Beach. There'd be riots. But then my part B to this last food for thought fact okay. is that it also won two other awards. Best Independent Feature for ages 8 to 12 at the Kids in all caps, KIDS FIRST! Exclamation point Film Festival. I hate this. I hate this. And Best Feature Film for Kids at the Moondance International Film Festival. Moondance? Why did this win so many awards? Kids first! Kids first. I show my kids Spongebob. Best independent feature for ages 8 to 12. <laughs> kids first. 8 to 12. Maybe I would have enjoyed this at a younger age. Maybe you would have. I wouldn't have, but... Yeah, because you were an intellectual. You could recite your favorite Dr. Seuss book verbatim by the age of two. And Jack and the Beanstalk. I don't know if I brought that up in Cat in the Hat. <laughs> There's a video of my grandpa sitting with the book in front of him and me sitting on his lap just saying the story to him and he would just flip the page when we went to the next one. There's also a story from my mother that once I was being babysit by a neighbor down the street... And we watch Lion King, but on the dishwasher. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and instead of actually watching the film, we sat on the kitchen floor and looked at the dishwasher <laughs> as I recited the Lion King scene for scene to my babysitter. Could you imagine babysitting a kid that's like six just sitting on this kitchen floor and just having him for like two hours just... Say the whole Lion King movie? <laughs> nerd. I'm calling myself a nerd now. No, I think you might... Um, I'll be honest here. I think you you might be legally... I don't know if legally is the right word. Be considered a genius. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. At a young age, you were doing that weird shit. Um, what really pisses me off... <laughs> What really fucking grinds my gears is that you also have good social skills. And that's what does it for me. It's that's not, really it's what not does that it for an me. IQ is high, but an EQ is low. No, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like when you, as an average looking person, or maybe below average looking person, look at someone who's, who's objectively like really attractive, man or woman. <laughs> And then they come up to you and they're super nice and you can't feel anything but spite for them. Yeah. And you're like, you fucking asshole. You're, you're attractive and you're nice. And I bet you're also smart. I, I'm a fucking chop your dick off. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Does it also make you mad that I have good mental health? Uh, or are you happy for me for that? Yeah, not that much. Like the mental health doesn't, that's like a, a g genetic thing. I guess, can't do much about it. Can't do much about yeah. that. It's the social skills that I guess social <laughs> skills kind of like stem off the mental health. 
So maybe I am in an inherent way. <laughs> an implicit bias. It's yeah. Deep seated. Yeah, I am. I am racist towards people who are. Kind of You're racist forced. towards people who have a happy outlook. On yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's considered racist, but we'll go with it. Yeah, we'll go with it. All right. What's next? The plot? The movie itself. All right. Tell me about the movie. How's this movie start? Like any teen. Nickelodeon movie. It's. I think it's. It was supposed to be like a Disney Channel movie. I'm thinking, but it wasn't a Disney Channel movie. Mm-mm. But basically, like any of them, it starts with Ezra sleeping in bed, getting up to his alarm, oh, classic yeah. like getting ready montage, putting on a button up shirt, brushing his teeth, shit like that. But it's just him running to class, and he's always late to class. Just set your alarm earlier, bitch. And one thing to notice is at this point, when I have booted the film up on my... Okay, one more time. When I have booted this film up on my brand fucking new 65-inch OLED television (laughs) at 720p, and the sound quality is so terrible. Yes. It's so bad. It's like tinny. Because I own this movie now. (laughs) It's tinny. It's... You can barely understand the dialogue. Tinnier than us sharing one podcast microphone when you listen to it. Yeah, we're both like right now. I'm on a on a desk chair and and Brandon's on a couch leaned in towards the microphone with like a saucy leg out right now. <laughs> like if I had a dress on, it would be perfect for that leg. Yeah, yeah. I'd, thing. I'd I'd paint you like one of my French girls. I tell you what. You take me to prom. Uh, don't fucking get a bed of yourself here. Oh, just winter formal. Yeah. Just ho- yeah, just homecoming. You take me to Morp. <laughs> what is Morp? It's like, uh, I don't know, my brother was doing Morp. Um, you can't describe Morp by using no, the word it's, Morp. It's like prom backwards was Morp, and the girl asks the guy. Oh, the Sadie Hawkins dance. What about Stephen Hawkins? <laughs> Not Stephen Hawking, the Sadie Hawkins. Oh, yeah. No, I I know exactly what you're talking about. We called about. it twerp at my high school, but most places just call it winter formal or the Sadie Hawkins things. Oh, but okay. morp, sure. Well, prom is morp backwards. Yeah. No, I get it now. Yeah. See, it makes sense. It does. Fucking smart, good social skills. <laughs> Piece of shit. Do you have a 65-inch OLED television? I think not. No, I think I only have a 52-inch. Yeah, well, fucking let's talk about inches real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! That was good. All right. Well, let's talk about the movie. He's always late to class. Like, just set your alarm five minutes earlier, dude. It's not like he's fashionably late. Where he's like, well, no, this is like, this is your average high schooler who doesn't where no he he's gonna try and be an ivy league student and he's always late to class how does this work i don't know plot hole oh no you've discovered a plot hole that that spans the whole movie it's a sinkhole that killed 20 in india or on sinkhole de mayo yeah on sinkhole de mayo hey good one but he goes into this class that I guess is his homeroom. This is the only class he's ever in with Mr. Lund. <laughs> and he's got, like, goddamn bronze head statues of Aristotle and Plato in the classroom. But only one shot because you never see them again Did in the he movie. raid a museum in Greece, in Athens, to get these bronze head statues? Is this national treasure of 
Grease? Yeah, uh, Nicolas Cage is gonna right at the end of the movie. We didn't watch the whole credits, but at the end of the movie, it's Nick Cage with the <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> not the bees. Wait, wrong movie. Wrong movie. Every yeah. Nick Cage movie kind of blends together as one. All the overacting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's always late, and just like in any movie, there's a school bully. He trips him. He's old. This is the this is the guy. This twenty seven. Mm-hmm. He's old. And um, that's basically it. You just kind of see that he's late. You cut to lunch. There's this weird betting game going on at lunch where they mix foods together. Which, which I, they don't explain it. And at the first, they're just mixing like mayo and orange juice and throwing pennies and dimes on the table. And raisins. In there, and raisins yeah. and mustard. And you're like, what the actual fuck is going on? Am I watching rubber right now? Yeah. And they slap it all down. They mix it all up. And Ezra's like. I'll do it. I'll eat it all. And they're like, and yeah, but like, if, you, okay. if you puke, you have to. You don't get the money. There's like three dollars on the table. I do that for How three dollars. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you bought the sixty-five inch OLED TV, which I just watched a fucking The Adventures of Food Boy <laughs> high school superhero on. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Somewhere I made a good life decision. But during this lunch, they're going to make a plan to get Ezra into an Ivy League school. He's got the grades. He's in a sport, which is golf, all this stuff. But he needs to be president of something. So he's going to run against the bully for a junior class president. I've never met a high school bully that was also their class president. They talk about how they're... But also he's not a bully. He trips people and he picks on people, but he's not like shove you in a locker, bully. I don't. I don't even remember him tripping anyone. I mean, I trip people. <laughs> Am I a bully? Yes. Oh, I, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. Kind of an asshole. <laughs> uh, aren't we all? Aren't we all? No, I didn't. I didn't peg him as like a your stereotyp- stereotypical stereotypical school. I didn't peg bully. him at all. Well, get on it. <laughs> Gotta get pagan. While we're Um, talking about inches. (laughs) So, um, he wants to run for junior class president, I guess, against the bully. And all his friends laugh at him. Cut to home. He apparently told his grandparents. They're laughing at him, too. Where's his parents? Why is it his grandparents? They never expanded on this. He lives with his grandparents. They never... At the end of the movie, they were like, You know what your mom would say? She would say, when you start a food fight, throw something harder than fruit salad. That's it. There's they, no, they must have died in a food there's fight. There's no character development for him. There's no Peter Parker, parents Parents are dead and now I'm raised by my Aunt May and Uncle Ben. There's no... Bruce Wayne. There's no Bruce... Ru- it's every superhero movie, he's always <laughs> raised by not his parents. And that's fine. But you need to expand on it because that's what makes you, that's what develops your emotional ability as a superhero and what drives you to fight. But he's not fighting because he's not, he doesn't need to go against crime. He's in a, he's in a talent show. <laughs> he's an Italian show. He's in an Italian show. But yeah, everybody laughs at him. 
and his grandma made him like this vegetable dinner thing with like frozen peas and carrots. He shits on his grandma so I much. I would in too. Scene. She's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna add this to my cookbook. It's frozen. It's she, frozen green beans and carrots that I like, bought from Costco. It, yeah, it was, it was French cut green beans and carrots that she reheated in the microwave and then seasoned seasoned and then refroze <laughs> what I, the fuck is that I like grandma have you heard of sunrise retirement home i hear they love this shit over there you should go make it for them and while you're at it you know Check yourself in. <laughs> yeah honestly why refree i don't know but he's very rude about it gets sent to his room um, Which it's a very awkward scene. Yeah, but go watch it. You know what? <laughs> Fuck yourself. Buy a buy a two thousand dollar TV and watch fucking Food Boy. <laughs> the movie's only three ninety nine, FYI. But yeah, the TV's two thousand. So now he's back at school and he's running for he's running for president and he wants to make it seem like he can do anything impossible <laughs> and gain popularity. So he's gonna try and do the milk gallon challenge. You know where you drink a gallon of milk in an hour, but you can't because the lactate and the enzymes make you puke. But he's doing it in three minutes. <laughs> We're just going to take 20 times off the speed <laughs> that will automatically make you puke. Three minutes with one 15-second break in there. What the fuck is going on? He pukes, obviously. <laughs> and um, that that's it. He doesn't gain any popularity. Then you go to him like reading to a class of like little kids, like of elementary kids. Even the kids think he's fucking lame. They don't want to listen to him reading. They say he's boring. They want to listen to hot girl Shelby. She's better at reading. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm on this, but I'm still like, is there a way you could drink a gallon of milk under an hour? Like I, I kind of zoned out and I was like, maybe you can drink it fast enough that you don't start digesting and then the enzymes don't get in there and then you could just go puke off stage, but then you're still technically puking. So maybe you take some lactate pills beforehand. So you have that extra lactate to break down the enzymes. Like, what do you think? Maybe with help from pharmaceuticals yeah but like is that cheating at that point? i think it's cheating at that point and even if you drank it fast enough and then got off stage and puked you physically didn't do it so i don't think you can but you could fool the audience into thinking you're doing it but why limit yourself to three goddamn minutes so it's an impossible challenge uh bravado bravado and inexperience and you know fucking well it didn't gain him anything <laughs> yeah no so yeah even the kids in that reading group don't like him and um, there's this the lead girl, his friend Shelby's kind of trying to talk him out of running out of running for president. Um, she says like you are who you are, and she says I like you for who you are. She definitely into him. Like <laughs> we said, she's horny. The horny well, you movie. don't get this at like this stage, but later in the movie, you're like, what? What is this sexual tension? Yeah, going on? right at this point, you're just like, there could be something there. You're like, this is a this is like your. T- this Typical is sweet. Nickelodeon romance. Yes. At the end, nope, that's not what. If I'm... there were an after credit scene, it would be a bedroom scene. It'd be a rim job. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Huh? A rim job. Look at look at me in the eyes. She's rimming that bitch. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> the scene that nobody needed. 
but secretly wanted. Um, wanted, didn't want, but needed. Uh, you can only pick one or the other. No, uh, these are child actors. That's right. You can't do that. <laughs> but anyway, he continues to do bad eating challenges to raise money and for popularity. So takes blenders and blends things up and drink. One was like anchovies and shit. I don't know what else was in there. I just remember anchovies. There was like fish and like mustard and milk and stuff. But after every food challenge, he usually pukes. There's always a shot of a janitor in the background. Not even in the background. It, he gives like weird creep. Yeah, vibes. that's what I'm about to say. Not even in the back. He there's just a shot, a, a a close up of the janitor with creep vibes. Yeah, like real creep vibes. And now he's practicing his speech for president. He cannot talk the words gooder than before he did. I would like you to make me president, cause people. Need a leader, and that is why I believe presidents have been elected in the past. Thank you and good night. Basically, that was better than his speech. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, him practicing like it was great. So now. Because it was bad. Because the one friend is like, that was really good. The other friend was like, this is rough. Yeah. Operation Plan S2J. Shelby talks to Jackie. Justine. Justine. I accidentally put Justin. <laughs> um, Shelby talks to Justin to jumpstart the campaign. Justine is the hot girl in school. <sighs> Go on, Devin. She's kind of ugly. <laughs> She's the head cheerleader, I guess, who's also running for president. And Shelby is Ezra's friend, but also friends with her, and automatically convinces her to run for secretary instead. She says, you could win at that. She's like, okay. But their rule was if they could beat her in a race, she would do it. You didn't get to really see the race, but... No, or you and you also didn't get to see the ultimatum being made. Yeah. You just got to see the very end. So she's secretary now, I guess. And it's you know what that part is the deleted scenes along with the rim job. Yeah, <laughs> the rim job and the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, next is where you really kind of get into the plot. He's she's running for secretary now, and Ezra once again is late to class, and he's smelling his hands. They smell like peanut butter. We won't get into that because that's my quote, and we are. Uh, it's my the, fucking quote. No, it's my fucking quote. Quotes are paltry here. <laughs> we fight. We fight for them. Uh, but yeah, he's like, why do my hands smell like food? And uh, he, he's like, hey, do my hands smell like food? And she's like, you're nuts. And then she's like, speaking of nuts, you have nut butter on your face. And he's like, nut why? Butter. Why do I? Why do I have peanut butter all over my face? So. Um, the teacher comes over and he's like, where the fuck do you have peanut butter on your face? And this is where you're introduced to the real plot. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? In, in all caps in my notes, I have the start of his powers. The superhero origin story happens in a te- 11th grade classroom. Yep. Homeroom. So now he's at lunch. Shelby's hungry. His lunch is gone. But all of a sudden he summons an orange. And now his hands smell like pastrami. I thought you were going to say pussy. (laughs) 
Why would I say that? I don't know. <laughs> his hands smell like pastrami. I thought you were, Yeah, pastrami. And it's right before his speech. And he's like, guys, smell my hands. It smells like pastrami. Never <laughs> fall for that joke, guys. <laughs> smell my finger. Never do it. <laughs> now there's like pastrami all over the floor. We... We mentioned this while watching this. Pastrami is the weirdest thing to like smell and immediately recognize. Like, is this peppered turkey pastrami? Is this prosciutto ma- to Parma? <laughs> Marinated for six days? Like, sure. Prosciutto to Parma? <laughs> Dry aged in prosciutto Italy for at least six months and then shipped to the US and cut in thin slices to use. But it was also shipped in cedar wood boxes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting a hint of... I'm getting a hint of something. It's almost rye... Maybe maybe the cow was eating rye wheat in the field. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and then he shoots a whole cow out of his hand. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Actually, prosciutto is pork. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought we were talking about pastrami. Uh, well, somewhere, somewhere along the way... <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> anyway, there's even pastrami all over the floor. And he goes out and does the speech. And it's going poorly. And then he starts fucking shooting pastrami into the crowd. If you thought it was going poorly before. This is fucking... It's going even better now. Yeah. Because the crowd thinks it's funny. This is goddamn Parkland over here. What is Parkland? Or, no, the... Uh... School shooting, the... Oh, god damn it, no. Uh, what am I thinking of? Columbine? No, the one after. The, the one that happened in, like, 2010. It starts with a P. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, regardless. I was regardless. gonna say maybe Sandy Hook, but... It could be. I don't know what I'm talking I about. I thought you were talking about the name of the school, which is Timpview. Timpview. Timpview pastrami shooting. Yeah, you think it's going worse? No, it's better by shooting food. It's got the audience's attention. He's bringing... Pastrami all over the bullies, Mr. Lund. So he sprints off stage. And the and crowd I, cheers. The, And also, this is the scene where there's like an auditorium full of thousands of people. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck do they pack this room and then only record it in 720p? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's not just like dropping like slices of pastrami. He's shooting it at will, like all over the school as he runs to the bathroom. Which I think was practical effects because in one of the scenes you see smoke behind the pastrami. So I think it's like a CO2. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And uh, I do. I do. So I'm thinking it's like a little uh, like contraption they made because he's always wearing long sleeves, if you notice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking. Like a little spidey web thing. I'm thinking someone here owns a pastrami shooting web gun. And all I'm saying is I will pay a amount of money that may or may not bankrupt me <laughs> for that pastrami. You might want to take it to Shark Tank. I wouldn't say Shark Tank. I'd say uh, take it to Missoula, Missoula Montana. Montana. <laughs> well, well, take it to Wendy's. On Brooks. Wednesday on Brooks at yeah. 5 30 p.m. <laughs> and I'll know, I'll know what's going on. I can really afford that on my Wendy salary. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's hiding in the bathroom now because he's ashamed of what's happened at the speech. This is where it's not practical effects and it's CGI. He keeps shooting pastrami, but now comes the bread. <laughs> and the bread 
just like holographically phases from his hand. It's like okay, there's a there's an episode of like a kids show. Now, oh man, this is gonna kill me now because I'm really thinking of it where it's like a a microwave and they shut it and they push buttons and and a whole pizza comes out. Yeah, it's um Smart House. It's the Disney movie Smart House. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, and it's like holographically made inside the. Yep. Yep. That's the first movie I watched when renting, when getting Disney Plus. Marina made me watch Smart House. I gotta watch it because that scene is with the food microwave. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's like, though. Yeah, it is. It is like that. And now he's just like hiding and crying in the bathroom. That's literally. <laughs> Full of bread and pastrami. And his friends had followed him because they were concerned about the this debate. And the, they followed and him the to the bathroom. So all they hear is just screaming in the bathroom. And they're like, this, this kid is fucking slitting his wrists in the yeah. bathroom. We, so need, they're like, a, we, we need, need a teacher with a key. And so the teacher comes with the key and they open the door. And it's just fucking like... Goddamn, nine eleven of or not nine eleven Normandy D Day of food. <laughs> yeah, like thirty loaves of bread, mustard, absolutely covering the walls. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "What the act?" The teacher, rightfully so, is like, "You're fucking suspended. You just ap- destroyed this bathroom." I put that he was a squirter in this scene with the goddamn. Yeah. yeah, he's a squirter. Uh. And then he goes home and he runs out and this melodramatic music starts playing. Think Linkin Park. Like, yeah, it's not Linkin Park, sure. but think Linkin Park and he's running home and he's scared. He's, and he's covered all sad. head to toe in mustard. In mustard. <laughs> and he, he runs up to his room and his grandma's like, oh, what's wrong, honey? He's like, I don't want to talk to you, grandma. And it's like, you do not fucking play this off as melodramatic right now. You are not trying to make me feel sad about this child covered in mustard. Yeah, she's trying to comfort him. But what does she ask him? And this is where the movie starts getting the what the actual fuck is going on. <laughs> he's like freaking out, having a panic attack in his room. And his grandma's like, he's like, Ezra, Ezra, is this about the food shooting out of your hands? And he's like, oh, well, you know what? <laughs> it sure is. It sure- <laughs> he takes it so calmly. He's like, yeah, you know what, Gam? It really is about the food shooting. Not like. What the fuck? How do you know that? No. Yeah, it is. It is about the food shooting out of my hands. And you're like, what? how the fuck does Gam know it? Is this a goddamn family trait? And then she summons, what was it, an apple? Yeah. It was an apple. It was a red apple. Mm -hmm. Whatever those apples are called. Fiji? Red delicious. Red delicious. Well, there are like six, seven, eight hundred different red kind of apples. It was a red apple. Um, And you're like, what the actual fuck is going on? So she reveals in full dramatic effect that this is a family trait inherited through thousands thousands perhaps even millennia of years millennia of years i think it's almost like twins you know how like twins run in the family but it skips a generation each time no because her oh no her her dad didn't have it but her grandfather it's like schizophrenia it's also like twins you know where it skips a generation in your family it's uh, so like twins run in my family and my grandma has several siblings that were twins and my mom thought she was going to have twins because the doctors told her but she didn't so now i'm really convinced that i'm about to have twins oh shit good luck with that labor thanks yeah i'd recommend a c-section 
Yeah, I don't you. know. I don't know how I'm gonna push them out my butthole. Yeah. Did you know that ten percent of babies are born anally? Because it just rips. No, they're just born anally. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, no, I read it on Facebook. Oh, of course. What do you? Mean? Yeah, of course, obviously. The internet is real, guys. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sorry, Grandma, where, where Grandma has uh, the powers too. Now I got a, a mind full of poop babies. <laughs> uh, Grandma has the powers too, and it's yeah. So it's been passed on. Apparently, skipped through generations. They don't really go through the logistics of it. They try and fail to explain it. And she, uh, at one point, while explaining it, she's like, "Yeah, you can summon any food or at least anything edible." And at this point, I was like, "If this was me, how do I exploit this?" Because 10 minutes after she's like anything edible, I'd be like, okay, well, technically, I know there are a bunch of like gold foil, like, you know, like that tomahawk steak with the that salt bay does yep. is wrapped in gold foil yep. that you eat. Just or, edible or gold. Or like black truffles. Or black or like truffles. Or foie gras. Or, or caviar. Or, ca- or like, uh, God, in 20 years, shrimp <laughs> when we over... Or like a... Uh, wagyu beef or mm-hmm. like a lot. Start selling that shit. Yeah. One, you don't have to pay for groceries ever. Two, start summoning shit and just start selling it. Uh huh. And you're you're already a millionaire. Yeah. First of all, and then uh, she starts going on about like all this cheesy stuff that it's like really philosophical. Yeah, at one point she's like she's like trying to explain to him how his food powers work and he's like what the fuck's going on and she's like well let's take it back to the very basics. You remember Plato? And I'm like what the no no you don't start with Plato. <laughs> you don't start with philosophy. You don't start with She's straight spitting <laughs> philosophical knowledge. She's like, you got to you find your happy place and envision the ideal food of what you want to produce through your palms. And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let me summon a legume. Yeah, which is the first food group of like five, of 59. 5,900. No, it's 59. There's like thousands. No, there's 50. I promise you. She said something like 5,200 about something. No, I know that. Okay. And it's in my quotes. Okay. But there are 59. And the first fucking food group is beans? <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, there's like a, a TikTok trend go. I know you don't have TikTok, but like, they're like looking for something to, to eat. And then they find like a can of beans. And they're like, it's a can of beans. And they say it real weird. That's all I could think of when she said beans. Mm. No, I did not think of that. But, um,. You learn from her that you can only apparently summon food so much before you fucking just pass out. And later in the movie, he'll, like, summon, like, four slices of pastrami. Or, like, probably a little more. Like, let's say 80 slices of pastrami and then he'll pass out. But in that fucking bathroom. That first scene? Nothing ever even comes close to that and he wasn't passing out. That was enough to feed... That was enough to run a food drive for yes. a week. Yeah, for sure. But she also tells him that apparently she's not supposed to help him for three days because he's supposed to learn all this on his own. But they're just rebels. And she's like showing him all the tools and the the food summoning manual that somehow her husband has never seen before. 
And yeah, this and is she a keeps it, she keeps it on the counter. On the too. kitchen counter, it's a tome. It's, it's not to- like a little book. It's, it's like so old. It starts in Latin it's and ends le- in English. <laughs> it's a leather bound, two foot high tome. And somehow they keep adding on to it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not like it's like a three ring binder where you can just add a no. They just keep adding her recipes. But yeah, she's not supposed to help him, but she's showing who wrote this book and who made these rules. What the fuck is going on in food? The Adventures of Foodball. I want to. I want to. You know what? I want this to be a goddamn universe. Why? I want the I want the Food Boy universe to be born, and I want to learn all the fucking dark secrets <laughs> about. Why do like, you have to smell your hands before summoning food each and every time? Yeah, because every time they'll go into the history, and they always smell their hands. And I, there's like so many. I'm gonna be real here. There's so many intricacies. Like, I, I want answers. I want three more movies, and yeah. I'm gonna suffer through them so I have answers, and I'm gonna be mad about the answers. Yep. But so he's been suspended because of the bathroom scene. Mm-hmm. And so he's at home with his grandma. It's like food summoning history lessons left and right. This is like a Rocky. Yeah. It's like a training montage. Uh-huh. And apparently you learn that everybody with the food gift has to work to add a meaning con- meaningful contribution to the food link. So and they this just have to come up yeah. with a recipe. And this makes fucking grandma even more fucking like absolutely unacceptable that she tried to add frozen beans and carrots to this this tomb of knowledge she's like you know what the in it they're like they're like okay yeah the per- the first person who had this gift invented cooked meat and the the second somebody person invented, invented the sandwich, sandwich and, and somebody they, did beans and rice together as a perfectly balanced meal yeah it was cleopatra and it was like they invented these huge Cleopatra. these huge food inventions and fucking grandma wants to do Costco frozen green she beans and yeah, carrots green giant re- microwaved reheated be- beans and carrots seasoned with probably just salt and then re- fuck that grandma I'm a, listen listen to you grandma listen fucking gam gam Go home. Go she home, is Gam home. Gam. Not anymore. She's been working so hard at home. <laughs> yeah. She's been home all this time and all she could come up with was frozen green beans. Alright, let's let's get let's get on with this. So school's popping when he gets back. He's famous. Rumors are starting everywhere. And you learn that the whole school voting system for president is screwed up because he wasn't ever actually on the ballot, but just written in by a ton of people. And they don't know how to do it, so they make the bully the president still. But they make Ezra the vice president. Yeah, he gets to be vice president. Apparently, they've never had a vice president before. This doesn't seem very democratic. I yeah, because what if what if the school president dies? What do you think the UN would, would say about this democratic process? The UN probably hates all of the US democratic processes deep down, but... Uh, I think... Every U.S. citizen kind of hates the Democrat or Republican, I feel like, regardless. And the Electoral College. And the Electoral College. But, yeah, he's vice president, but he's on probation, so he can't have any more, in quotes, incidences of food. Or anything, anything, really. Um, And so you get, like, this meeting between the student council for this upcoming pep rally. The bully's going to lead the football team... 
Justine as the secretary is going to do the cheer and all that. And Ezra is going to do a magic trick. With food! Because if he hadn't already cemented in his personality by trying to chug a gallon of milk as his his uh, campaign. And his election campaign. at teachers. Yeah. Let's do a magic trick. Let's do a magic trick. And now you get another history lesson from his grandma. And apparently... The more people you tell about your powers, the worse your food tastes. This is like a really long history lesson, too. It was like too in-depth. Exactly, which is like why I think, do you think, I don't know. I don't think they were trying to create more movies, but like there's room to. Room. Room. Yeah, there is. But Have like, you read the book? I have not. Marina has, though. The book is so good. She's told me. I cried. Crying at a book hits different. I cry in almost everything. I did not cry in this movie. You, I don't know. I looked over and... <laughs> uh, yeah, crying at books hit different. Because you're just staring at words on a page. But, like, you're creating the, the, the world... The moments for yourself. In your mind. So yeah. you're creating the perfect sad moment. Yeah. Well, speaking of sad moments... Ezra's trying to perfect his powers, and he's back at the reading group, and no kids want to listen to him read, so he wants to do magic tricks for them he starts in front of Shelby, and he just starts summoning berries for the kids, and they actually really enjoy it, and Shelby and Ezra kind of share this small romantic moment together, where she tells him she likes him. Or no, she doesn't, that's later. No, that's later. That was That's the, the running. Yeah. But there's a small romantic moment. And now they run together. But he's in street clothes. He's in brown canvas pants and <laughs> converse. And he is struggling. And Shelby's sprinting ahead, you know, egging him on. And they get to... They get the to whole hit. time you can tell that she's horny. Like, she she's, wants it. Yeah. The most, like... It's this weird needs to sexual happen. chemistry. Yeah, real weird... And uh, they sit down at his house, and this is the worst rejection I've yeah, ever she, seen in my life. She tells him she likes him, and after that, he pulls an orange out of his ass and gives it to her. No, so she's like, hey, I'm hungry. And so he pulls an orange out of his ass, gives it to her, and they sit down, and they're about to eat their oranges. And she's like, you smell, you really smell bad, but I still like you. And like she gives him like this really like deep look, and he's like... Oh yeah, I gotta go. Well, I gotta get home, and then he runs. But away. but it's his house, so yeah. he just fucking starts sprinting away. And as a high school girl, you're in high school. You're a girl. You're objectified by all these horny asshole high school boys, boys who are yeah. going through puberty. Yeah, your self esteem is at an all time low. I don't. This fucking ruins me. Of course. He starts running away from his own yeah. house to get away from me. That ruins me. So now we're at the pep rally. And we mentioned the auditorium is full to the brim. The pep rally doesn't even fill half the bleachers in the gymnasium. It fills half of a bleacher. Yeah. And I noticed that the bully was wearing a buka necklace. Has he always been wearing a buka necklace? Not important. Just wanted to bring that up. 
But the magic trick he comes up is gaining in popularity. He's like throwing candy and popcorn into the crowd, making like puns about it. And he faints in front of everybody from too much power. And so he's like standing at his locker and Justine, the cheerleader, is like kind of like talking to him, like making sure he's okay. She starts hitting on him, invites him to his party, her party. And she says his magic is already working on her. Wow. This this really is this is this really is junior year, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and they go to this party, and now apparently all the girls are hitting on him, but Shelby sees. Yeah, and then Shelby like goes up to Dylan, and she's like twerking on Dylan. <laughs> it's basically, the, it's the classic like teach me how to swing kind of scene because mm-hmm. they're doing golf, and so he yeah. teaches her. They're both trying to make each other jealous. Him without really knowing her, obviously doing it. Yeah, so but they uh, both feel hurt by it when they see the other. Man, it's like you need to be emotionally vulnerable. And then sometimes. out of and then out of nowhere, you said shoop. Oh yeah, did you write that in your notes? I wrote shoop in the <laughs> notes. You started drawing with your cursor on the screen. Shoop. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. Shoop. I don't know. I was uh, one beer and one shot in. Yeah. So fuck it. Send yeah. it. Send the shoop. Huck it. And yeah, because of the twerking thing, the friend is now starting to have a thing for Shelby. Ezra doesn't like that, even though he's been kind of like... Flirting with all these other women. Yeah. He's a goddamn fucking whore. (laughs) Yeah, he's a whore. And now it's the weekend. Grandma takes him to like a homeless shelter on a Saturday morning for training. With the chef from the TV cooking show she was watching before. He's like kind of a young chef. But apparently he knows Ezra's grandma. And. Oh yeah. His great great grandfather. Because he's like. He's like I know about your power. I've known your grandma for a long time. And I met your grandfather when he first got his powers. His great great grandfather. Oh, I met. I met your grandma's grandfather when he first got his like powers. This guy might be 40. What is going on here? <laughs> like I said, dude, what is going on here? A great-great-grandfather to a 17-year-old, even if you were in a family that got busy and had kids like really young. I want a rated R movie about this chef. And, and he's actually be- like 200 years old and he gave up his food powers because it granted him immortality and he he has to live with that yeah well we're asking how and just as you mentioned he actually used to have these food powers but he gave them up because apparently on the 59th day of your powers if you don't use them you lose all your powers who the hell figured that out thousands of years bro you're counting your days since your power, and you're like, oh, I didn't use it on this day, so my hypothesis... You've got to reject the null hypothesis to analyze. Know, the, humans measure weird fucking shit. That is true. Like, I bet you I can Google how many... The average hair follicles on a human's head and get an answer. That's or true. any random question. Any random thing. Like, uh, how many days does it take... To get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> yeah. And I'd probably find an answer. Or, like, how many licks? That's Well, that's obviously definitely been answered. How many licks does it take to get around the world? 
Hmm, I bet you I'd find some guitar stuff. Sure. I don't know what the fuck we're talking like about. Like guitar now. licks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. thinking. I got it now. All I'm saying is, like, I'm not super surprised by that. Yeah, but there are some big plot holes yet again. Yeah, and I want, th- like, it's like the plot holes that, like, aren't. The first plot hole with uh, him, like, going to the Ivy League college, but also not caring about school, obviously. But, like, about these powers. And about him knowing his great, great grandfather. Okay, all right. I might be being a little ambitious here, but I think a cool film could be made about Food Boy. There already is a cool film made oh, about Oh, shit. Food Boy. I'm sorry. It's, it's called, called the Adventures of Food Boy. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like a rated R, like someone finds out about his powers and wants to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I can make you make gold. And then he likes makes gold. teaches him the wrong ways. Yeah, there has to be a conflict in the hero. Mm-hmm. But here comes the conflict. He's now doing poorly in school. Oh, so he can't his, make it into- because his teacher he can't make it into an Ivy League school because he keeps getting food on his homework and his teacher can't read them. But it's like. In one this, like ketchup smear, which you could really easily read the words. I read the words in 720p. <laughs> like, teacher, read it in real life. Just yeah. open your eyes. But he decides to enroll himself in the talent show with the help from his friends. And during this talent show, his that during the introduction, his MC friend Dylan calls him Food Boy. <laughs> kind of brings him out into this kind of hero kind of thing. And he's his whole power is to make people's foods at request. So he brings up like three different people. They puts food in a blender, and he says, "Tell me what I should make with this." He just starts making it. But the last one is a watermelon, yeah, made from oats and strawberry. Easy. Justine doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. So he like he pulls out a watermelon, but it's just the rind, and everyone starts laughing. And it's like, first of all, you are sitting at minimum. 20 feet away how did you see him subtly pull out a watermelon rind second of all impressed. why are you laughing he made a watermelon rind from strawberry and oats and third of all why did he start shooting jizz <laughs> yeah that's my next notice he's trying to make this watermelon for the crowd and it gets very sexual like he pulls out the rind and everybody's laughing at him and then he just starts shooting he just Some gives, liquid. He just gives Shelby a facial. Yeah. Because, like, it's like a scene from his back of just squirting onto Shelby, who is one of his assistants. And it is... She twists her ankle somehow, and she can't run cross country now, but he's just jizzing on everything. It's, uh... It's a weird scene. Yeah. It's a weird scene. Also, apparently a scene that gave Brandon deja vu, so, uh... Let's unpack oh, that. Yeah. Let's unpack that. <laughs> I did get deja vu from this, but like even you drinking your hucket, it was weird. Well, I mean, we all get drunk and jizz on things we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What the fuck? This, I don't know if I can publish this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> we've, uh, so let's get G-rated again. Yeah, we've uh, drank too much to be... Uh, I've drank my normal amount. 
I probably drank my normal amount too. I don't know what's coming out yeah. of me this evening. I'm sorry though. Jizz. Jizz. Yeah. Anyway, Grandma gives wise advice about his powers and whatnot, and she says his 59th day is coming up the next day. And the dad, the grandpa drinks all the milk, but he wants milk as well. But it's 11.49 p.m. and it's almost the 59th day. But they're all out of milk, so he uses power for milk, but makes a mess. So the real thing is, will he keep his powers the next day? Will he keep his powers? He goes back to school and he feels out of his loop. Dylan is hanging out with the bully now. People are making fun of him wearing food boy shirts. Shelby's sitting with the other cross-country girls. His only other friend, Joel, is the only one who sticks up for him. Yeah, go fucking Joel. And the whole time he's like, you know what? You deserve to be in an Ivy League college. Go talk to Shelby. I know you like her. Apologize to her. I know how to scare off the girls. (laughs) He knows his role. His his role is to be a disgusting human. Oh, poor Joel. He takes one for the team. Yeah, Joel does. He scares off the girls. He starts to apologize to Shelby. She realizes that things aren't right, but Ezra says everything's going to go back to normal. Like, he's not going to keep his powers. But then what happens? Food fight! This huge food fight breaks out, which the catalyst of this food fight was the school bully coming over and, like, making fun of him. And he's like, Ezra gets pissed and throws a thing of fruit salad at the bully's back. Yep. That starts a food fight. This is like a, a food. This is like a Vietnam food fight. People are on the people floor. People are taking casualties yeah, left people, and right. People are on the floor writhing. Uh, Ezra runs up to the school bully who's on the floor, just fucking dead. At first, you're like, is is he just fucking? Dead? Did he get hit by a by a frozen Shrapnel, milk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, he just has a black eye though from getting hit, and like uh, Ezra's like, well. I really don't want to keep my powers, but the only way this guy will live is if I put frozen peas, <laughs> green beans, and carrots in a bag. His grandma's recipe. His grandma's recipe. Uh, so if mo- his motives for keeping his powers were fucking dumb, but I'm glad he kept his powers so he could become a, a evil villain. Yes. But obviously the teachers catch on to the food fight and the end of probation coming up but he failed there's an incident and now both the president and vp are about to lose their titles but ezra takes blame for it and resigns his vp he realizes that he's got these powers he doesn't need an ivy league school anymore he doesn't need vice president roles he doesn't need any of this financial security because he can summon food Technically, he doesn't. He really doesn't need financial security. If you can summon food for the rest of your life... You're... I mean, you can just live anywhere. Because you can... I assume you can also summon... Well, he summoned milk. Yeah. So he can summon food and water. He can fucking go walk in the Sahara. He can walk across the Sahara Desert and be fine. Yeah. He's got everything he needs. Rent a cheap apartment and just summon food for the rest of his life. He could be fine. He will be fine regardless. Yes. This but, is honestly, now that I'm thinking more about it, kind of a bomb-ass superpower. Yeah. Like, like super strength or like super speed or flying or invisibility. Like, it's cool, but... You have can't. you ever summoned bread from your wrists? But have you ever been like on the couch and you're lazy and it's been a long day and you like, you're like, dude... I really want some like Doritos Dynamitas and you're like but I don't have any in my pantry and you just fuck swing you just shoop 
you just shoop, and you got Doritos Dynamitis. Mine would be like quesadillas or something. That's what I'm saying. And like, you're like, sure, you got super speed or like you can fly, but I can li- literally live anywhere on earth. Yep. Yeah. So now they got to clean up for the food fight. And Justine is hitting on Dylan now. I don't know when he became popular or hot, but this How I Met Your Mother extra in season six, episode 20 is really getting the ladies now. Oh, yeah. And um, everyone in the cafeteria cheers on Food Boy. Ezra once finally brings out the janitor to acknowledge him for cleaning up after all of his messes. And the end of the movie is just like a cr- at the cross country meet. And this is where he gives her that sports drink, the blue raspberry mint thing. Shelby is running in the the meet. She's in like third in the scene or whatnot. And towards the end of the race, you see her win the race. And yeah, she's like bragging about the sports drink. He tells her she needs a shower. This is where the the really uncomfortable sexual chemistry. Yeah, comes in. I it's hard to explain without sounding weird just watch it and you'll understand you will understand yeah he she wins she tells him about the sports drink he tells her she needs to shower but he likes her anyway kind of like the sweaty thing earlier Mm -hmm. and then he like imagine if you were going in for your first kiss and this is what he does is he like puts his hand behind her neck and like leans forward like halfway and then stops on camera for at least like two and a half seconds. And then leans the rest. Of, it, was it was really so long. Awkward. It was so up. awkward. I mean, it, for a first kiss though, it wasn't. My first kiss was way worse than that first kiss. But yeah, that's the kiss. And then they kind of walk off into like the sunset. And mm-hmm. That's the end of the movie. Mama, mama, mama. <laughs> <laughs> that's her movie. Woo! I will give this a modest applause. Alright. With the end of the movie, you guys know the time. Our trusted listeners, our biggest fans, our people that might subscribe to a Patreon that could pay us and listen to things early if we ever become big enough for that kind of shit. Ooh, you are an ambitious fellow. Is our quotes, ratings, and reviews. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is it. It's game time. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'd like to make a quick announcement. I am running for junior class president. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I thought thought you were kidding. Now, it's not the most quotable film. No, it's... There's not many one-liners, but but there's a few good ones. I do have a couple, and... I must point out that I usually take a couple from like IMDb in their just quote section. This movie's IMDb has no quotes in it. It has one trivia, one goof, one credit scene, and no quotes. So. This was a big film. This went big. My first one is Ezra after the peas and carrots or the beans and carrots thing with his grandma. He's laying in his bed and he goes, I was thinking, or this is the next day at school, and he goes, I was thinking last night about my grandma and her long, boring, dull, pathetic life. I just can't do that. Dude, don't roast Gam Gam that hard. Fucking Gam Gam. You have no idea what she went through. She was probably in the Vietnam War. Yep. 
I know which one you've got right off the bat. Yeah, so uh, it's mine. Uh, no, well, it can't be yours because I'm the one saying it. You so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was right after everyone laughed at him for becoming trying to become class president, and uh, they were talking about geeks and how he's going to get into an Ivy League school, but he wasn't a geek. He's like, he's like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Colonel Sanders. Those are the real geeks. That was not what I was going to say. That was not my quote. What's your quote? So now I'll steal it from you. you no, I bitch. won't. I know I have more. But that's a good one. Yeah. Colonel Sanders? He doesn't belong in there. Uh, Comedy comes in threes, though. Yeah. This was such a funny movie. I laughed a whole lot. <laughs> I laughed the whole time. Could you tell how funny it was? My next one is just from a kid. When he's reading to the kid groups and they just go, you read bad. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole quote. That was a good roast. It was. The whole fucking class turned on him. Yeah, too. for sure. Now you're about to take mine. Um, so right when his powers were about to kick in, um, he starts smelling his hands and he says, is it true that, you're, if, you're, that if your hands smell like peanut butter, you're going to die of cancer? And... Um, what kind of urban legend did he read here? I've heard the like your hand bigger than your face thing. I've heard like the, the gullible, yeah. the gullible thing. Uh, I've heard a lot. I've never heard of the hand smelling like peanut butter dying of cancer. I wonder. I wonder now if Mark Mangum, the writer, had some experience with that. Like if he knew this, yeah, before, some rep- some repressed trauma, or if he just wrote something fucking weird in the film. Oh, he died of cancer. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Yeah. So since you took that one, I'm going to go to the next one, which is where we talked about the 59 food groups. And Grandma says, today you are exactly 5,900 days old. That's why it happened today. Because there are 59 food groups. Oh, Who figured out these goddamn legends of the food summoning powers? And Grandma is just accurately keeping track of how many days he's been alive because she knows he's about to have powers. This does not make sense. Um, I think you're underestimating Gam Gam here. Is what <laughs> I think. A, she knows all of Plato, so I guess yeah, I am yeah. underestimating Gam Gam. Uh, my last quote here is: While they're training, or while Ezra's training to become a better food wizard <laughs> yeah, food wizard. Uh, uh, he one of gam gam's most insightful pieces of advice was this thus i shall now say what gam gam has said she said think of the perfect bean <laughs> i'm thinking okay now what do i do all right that's I say it. my next quote. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Um, I've got two more. One is when he comes, when Ezra comes back to school, and he's going to the reading class, and it's right before he summons all the fruit. And Shelby goes, "Let's let Ezra finish the book. Give him a chance." One of the kids goes, "But this will be like fifty chances." God damn, roasting him again. Fuck the whole class, man. And my last quote is just him when he resigns as VP, and he looks at his grandma and says guess i'm gonna be a chef not a superhero and no and she's like uh no you're not gonna be a chef just a superhero i don't know what he's supposed to be in life 
He's honestly uh, probably neither, but <laughs> he's gonna be something. He's gonna be something. Something. He's gonna be simping. Ooh. For Shelby. Yeah, for sure be. For sure be. Do you want to know about these ratings, Devin? More than goddamn anything. So Rotten Tomatoes, tomato meter. What are you thinking? What do you think critics are giving this? Um, well, I looked at the screen, and I know I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> but if I hadn't have looked at the screen, uh, I would guess that tomato meter would be, what's it out of, 10 or 100%? Percentages. Okay. It'd be a 28% is what I would guess. Yeah. Not applicable. <laughs> oh, shit. Only one critic review, and it was a three out of five. Oh, more than 50%. Yeah. Wow. But they couldn't give it that because you need more. Yeah. So audience score, what are you thinking? Well, I also looked at the screen for that <laughs> one, but if I hadn't, it would be at like a 23%. A 35. Oh, 35. Okay. A little higher. Okay. How about Metascore? Well, I didn't see Metascore, but I know Metascore is about a 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 2. Not applicable. Oh, there man. Were, there were only three reviews. One was a 3 out of 5. Okay. And two were unaccessible virus German website reviews. Ah, uh, should have taken the viruses. Taken one for the I team. I tried, but I have antivirus oh, software no. on here. So, I guess, yeah. What about an audience score? Two. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 35%. This is out of 10. Oh, two. <laughs> Doesn't change at all. Two. 3.9. How are how's this getting such high scores? I guess it's a kid kids movie, so kids movies inherently kind of get higher scores. Yeah. But. Okay, guys. Because I had no history, no ratings, no really no facts, no budget, when I was digging for budget, I found this weird website called The Letterboxd letter spelled normally but b-o-x-d and i had some weird ass reviews from it i'll do my normal ones after but some of these are really comedic gold and they're short so i wanted to share them with you oh hell yeah one go fuck yourself food boy that's it okay no, no ratings or anything just all right next yep. half a star as i watched the scene where food boy can't stop shooting mustard out of his hands in the school bathroom I couldn't help but shed a tear. A, bla a brave exploration of the human condition. And here we are sexualizing it. We're, sh we're the shallow. We are the shitty people. We are the, we're too shallow-minded for this film. Of course. Next one by Matthew Sapinar. One star. The image of Lucas Grabeel sitting distressed in the bathroom full of bread is the best thing I've ever seen. Same one. Yeah. Still only gave him a star, though. Well, it was one scene, you know. Next one by Movies and Train Studios, half a star. How did this come into existence? Five question marks. Overall score one percent. Entertainment point zero 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 one percent. That's kind of my like. How who the how the fuck do you think of this? And two more from here by Connor Rapp, half a star. Why the frick did this movie have a square frame? What? I don't know. I didn't experience a square frame. No. On your 65-inch OLED TV. Yeah, the aspect ratio is right. I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, I don't either. God, I hope Connor isn't a she. 
Oh, no. Yeah, Connor has a profile picture. Connor is not a she. And Anna, my last one. Two and a half stars. What counts as food and drink? Piss? Can food boy make piss? Discuss. Mmm. Anna, Anna, Anna. Just really outing all your kinks on the letterbox. <laughs> oh, she, she wants piss. <laughs> she wants piss and shit. Of everything. I was like, how do I make... How, how do you... Exploit make- it for money. No, she just wants piss. She wants fucking what? She's got a fetish. Yeah. She's will never be turned off again. Okay. Let's get into my full reviews. Okay. I've got five. All right. Let's hear them. By dash T dash one three one nine six. I trust this guy. Awful. A-W-F-L-E. Okay. I don't trust this guy. No longer. <laughs> this movie is so... It makes me never want to eat food again. Only water. 10 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. 10 out of 10? Hell yeah. T T T 1396? 1319? That's my man. I don't know how the rating correlates to the review, but sure. Pop off. Masochism. Next. By McBallardC32. This movie is horrendous, but in all the right ways. But man, did I love it. One poorly made flick that even contains a high school bully played by a 27-year-old actor. Genius. And I mean, what a story. A dude that gets to shoot food out of his body and then becomes popular and then hates it. Wow. Captivating. Beautiful. Four out of ten. (laughs) What? These ratings and reviews are fucking arbitrary at this point. They're contradicting each other so much. (laughs) My next one. I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> yeah. My next one. You don't understand the love I have for this movie. The cinematic. The writing. Cinematic is the, not, no. I don't. I don't think that's how you the use writing, that word. The actors. Everything in between about this movie is unforgettable. The first time I watched this movie, I was com- so completely taken aback by the richness of the movie that I cried. I cried the whole movie. Not just like a light tearing up. No. They're going to write this to It looks like all my earthly problems decided to hit me at once. And I could not stop sobbing. I cried so hard I became severely dehydrated. And my Coca-Cola did not help relieve my quench. While the aftermath was not pretty, I do value this movie. And I am proud to say that I love this movie through and through. Tita Bonita seven one one three nine gave this a ten out of ten. Okay, I was, I was fucking waiting for that two out of ten yeah. at the end. The Coca Cola could not the help Coca-Cola. relieve my quench. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not surprised that that was the beverage of choice. Next, El Nol three two eight one seven. Elmo. El Nol. Oh, okay. Three two eight one seven. Oh shit. Better than Endgame. <laughs> This movie has enthralling character development and storytelling. Plus, that major twist at the end was amazing. 10 out of 10. What was the twist at the end? I don't know what the fucking twist... Oh, that they become friends. The bully and the kid. This is not even an amazing twist. No, it's a fucking stellar twist. It's... That twist made me... It's rudimentary. That that twist turned my mood ring purple. Ooh. Yeah. Some guy and guy action. (laughs) Yeah. My last one. By Philippa M. Olson. Excellent. Food. Boy. Magic. This is like the tags on beneath a, a YouTube <laughs> yeah. video. 
What do you mean I need 10 lines of text for this review? Bullshit. I don't have anything more to add. It's all about food, hands, and magic. There's not much more to it. The boy is blonde. Typical American kid. Not like super pretty, but totes all right, you know. Not too much. Not too little. Could get kidnapped. And when you see the flyers, you'd be like, ah, I've probably seen him. But then you'd all be like, no, wait, he looks like every other goddamn kid. That's why I recognize him. Duh. Is this 10 lines yet? Let me check. Nope. Line number six. I really don't know what more to write. Okay. The poster is cool, I guess. It's like a Superman copycat thing, but with bread, you know, to match the plot. Looks like good tasting bread, but you really can't be sure. It might be a bit dry. I work at a bakery, so I know how to spot dry bread. However, this one is tricky. Actually, this is all lies. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen the movie, but it seems awesome. I'm going to download it now. Not like spend money on it, good, but definitely like spend 10 minutes searching for it online, good. Heard my bud Hugh Grant likes it, so that's a plus. Have you ever thought about his hair? It looks good, but at the same time floppy and kind of not good. 10 out of 10. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Philippa M. Olsen. He revealed on line 8 that he hadn't watched the movie. <laughs> on line 8. I read this whole thing. Like I was like, this is a great review. I'm loving this. This has to go in the show. And then I read, actually, this is all lies. So sorry. I haven't seen the movie. Seems awesome. I was like, I this is a mind fuck now. <laughs> Oh, the roller coaster that <laughs> review just took me up. Ten out of ten. I, I. Why were they talking about kidnapping the kid? <laughs> he left the review before because he was gonna go watch it. Why didn't <sighs> Why didn't he just wait? I don't. <laughs> also, why does the review have to be ten lines? All the other ones weren't. I don't know. Was it the same same place you got the other ones? I, yes, they were all <laughs> IMDb. I don't know. There were only ten IMDb views and reviews, and I took six of them, and that was one of them. That was magic. I had a great time. I had a great time. With I was more entertained by that review than the movie. Than the whole movie. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Devin, are you recommending this film to anybody? Absolutely fucking not. Don't go buy a new TV to watch this movie, for the love of God. Just don't watch this movie. Did you hear my recommendation? Yeah, I do. Absolutely fucking not. Yep. <laughs> Remember, to watch this movie at the moment... You have to own it now. You have to buy this movie, which means at some point, if you're not going to, you will feel ashamed if you don't watch it again at some point. And I don't even want to show this to kids of mine, probably. Uh, I don't know. My standard, I, I show Oliver SpongeBob. Best already. feature film for ages 8 to 12. Maybe I'll wait until a kid is 8. Yeah, that's the perfect age range. Maybe it's like a only good in that age range. I don't know. I'm not recommending it to anybody. That's 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 my recommendation. I was being sarcastic. Oh, of course. I fucking I hated this film. I really think that it could have been cool and like there were some things they could have expanded on to make it like almost kind of cool, but no. Yeah, like I, I said, almost mediocre. Yeah, there's no way. Don't watch this movie. Not worth. Save There's save a reason your time. there's a reason you haven't heard of it. Let's save your time. And with that, let's save you a little time. And save a little time. And save some time. Where are you going with this? By saving time. And let's just hop off. Okay. Alright. That's uh, Adventures of Food Boy superhero movie film. 2008. I don't remember what it's called anymore. 
It's I'm obviously it. Adventures of Food Boy High School Superhero. That's it. All 2008. Right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.